The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with the convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Brittany Bull, and today maybe I'll look at the right camera. Joining me today, I have a special guest. It is Madonna Waters from the Association of Vals Pals. Hello, Madonna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy to be here. Okay, so I just read up on what Vals Pals was, and that is, I mean, that is a good story. So I want you to tell our audience your story, if you can. I know it's touching, and I know it's it hard. It is. Um, and if you if you can't, I can help you along the way. It's well, and stop me if I nope. if you have questions. Yes. you know, feel free to stop me. Um, my story isn't like totally unique to most people mm -hmm. because most people have been touched by cancer. Yes, the unique thing I feel like with my family is that I have had eight siblings. Well, I take that back. Seven siblings that have been touched by cancer. Oh. Um, I have lost three sisters to um, some form of cancer, mm -hmm. um, and I've had other siblings who have survived cancer. So it's not totally a sad mm -hmm. story. Yes. Um, but the thing that got me started with Val's Pals is my sister, who is um, three years older than me. Mm -hmm. She had, was um, had stage four breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, I went to Iowa to be with her to take her to a doctor's appointment, thinking it was just a weekend thing. Um, it turned out I was there for two weeks until she passed. So, so it was so it was hard, but I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else. Yes. You know? She needed you there and by your side. Um, yeah. Another sister joined me, mm -hmm. and we stayed with her until she passed, until we had the rest of the family there. You have a, you have a big family. I do. And a loving family, obviously, too. I mean... <laughs> It takes a lot to be by someone's side during that. You're taking a huge, I mean, not that you would be anywhere else, like you said. Correct. But you're taking a huge time out of your life. Correct. And while you're doing that, you're doing this, twiddling yeah. your thumbs, not knowing what to do. And the whole right. importance, I'm assuming, is being there. Right. But while being there, your mind right. is going everywhere, and all you're doing is twiddling your thumbs. Right. So that's where the Val's Pals came in? That is where Val's Pals came in. So at that time... Um, I have another sister that was battling breast cancer as well. Mm -hmm. But Val passed away in 2016. And it was kind of one of those things where I felt very much like I needed to do something for caregivers. Yeah. Um, and that was through some help from friends. You know, I was like, I want to do something, I want to do something, but I don't know what. So it was shortly after that I got with friends, um, very dear friends, and we decided that Val's Pals would be for the caregivers. Um, they're what we like to call the unsung heroes. I love that. That is so good. Um, that is another form of volunteering that you can do, I mean, right. in our community, not just with your family, but people that you don't know as right. well, but even doing it with your family. Like I said, that's taking yes. time off your job, time out of your lot, your own personal life. And right. that is what family's for, but 
Yeah. That is an unsung hero at the same time. They are. And, you know, my, my nephews, um, my sister's boys were busy. They were working. They had families. So it was a way for me to help them so that they could continue working mm-hmm. but still know that their mom was taken care of, oh. you know. And, and other sisters and family came closer to the end. But, you know, and my sister Mary and I, you know, we just hung out, you know. Yeah. But, um, like I said, wouldn't have done it any other way. It was the best thing I could have done. So that's really what made us decide, you know, these these um, caregivers, they need something. Yes. They need recognition, and too. And what is the something that we are getting, getting for them through this organization? Okay, so what they do is, if I can show Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Okay, so they get a tote, and we change our designs all the time. That. that is so cute. So Loads of Hope was this design, and we checked this thing full okay of stuff oh i saw your picture that was did you that, see my yes, picture yes that was okay, good so yeah and we know. will we'll post it too to this okay but you know everything from notebook to folder to deck of cards you know toothbrush and toothpaste yeah you know simple things like that kleenex hand sanitizer so yeah if you um want to look that up yes on muddy yeah, river news we'll look that up um you can see everything we do. And we are ran, we are 501c3. Okay. We're ran totally on donations, fundraisers. Um, and the other thing I want to um, mention is we we pass these out through like Blessing mm-hmm. Cancer Center and Sustainable uh, Regional. QMG and yeah, QMG. Other, other places around the region too, I around saw. Around the region, yes. And not only that, we have ended up all the way at the University of Kansas Cancer Center. Wow. Yeah. A girl I went to school with had breast cancer. She, I reached out to her, mm-hmm. sent her a tote. She works at the uh, Cancer Center. Yeah. You know. So that's perfect, perfect yeah. match. And um, Sightman, we're at Sightman. Yes. Okay, so it's not just the stuff that's inside the tote, though. I think that is, is giving these people um, recognition and hope it's just the thought that someone is thinking of them yes that you're not in this this alone yeah. you know like you said it's prevalent it's, I hate saying that that's sad it is but the fact that someone else has been in your boat and cares about what you're feeling is what I feel like comes with these totes yes and we've had such lovely notes from people that are so heart touching you know um, being so thankful and so you know it's like that's what, what, this is why we do it. Yes. This is why we do it. And um, this is how much we've grown in almost, so we're like going into our sixth year. Mm-hmm. The first year was like, I think we gave out maybe 7,500 yeah. totes. Um, to date this year, we've passed out 600. Oh, my gosh. So the fundraising is really, really That's where huge. It's at. And then, okay, so tell me about the fundraiser. When is it exactly? So, we have our annual fundraiser. Mm-hmm. It's an auction. We've this year we're having a fiesta theme. Ooh, so I like it. We're gonna have a lot of fun with that. I love fiestas. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. We might have some special drinks on hand. What about tequila? Oh yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> now we're talking, Madonna. Yeah. All margaritas. Right. Margaritas. Okay. So where is the <clears throat> fundraiser event being held? It's and gonna when? be at the Flower City Park. Okay. At the Sesquicentennial Building. And that's in. Palmyra. Palmyra. Yep. yep. Pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. We're not too big. Okay. Um, and 
It's from on October 29th. It's okay. a Sunday afternoon. We don't try to tie up too much people's time. No, so it sounds like a little bit four. of a Sunday fun day event. Exactly. One to four. One to four. One to four. And um, we have, last year we had 70 baskets. Like, and not they're not all baskets. A lot of it's like decorations. And it's uh, in my Lots community. Lots of stuff to auction off. And yeah. they, they care. Yes. So it's going to be good stuff. Yeah, and we have lots of surprises, too. Are there tickets at the door, or is it? You just um, come to the door. If you just would like to be there to bid, mm -hmm. we ask for a $5 donation. Okay. And if you're going to eat, we ask for $10. All right. What 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 is there to eat? Did I did we um, cover that? I got to know my food. We're going to do walking tacos. Oh, it is a fiesta. It is a That fiesta. is one of my daughter's favorites, <laughs> the walking taco. Yeah. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that you want to add about? Um, I just want to say that, you know, without a community that is as amazing as ours in the tri-state area, we couldn't do it without our, my loving community. Thank you, Madonna. Thank you. And I know that um, Val is thanking you, too. And we're remembering so. Val and all of your family through yes. this. Thank I you. I thank you for coming here and speaking on this. I know it wasn't the easiest, and I might not be the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were great. Thank you so much, Madonna. Thank you so much. Okay, so I think I'm looking in the right camera. And we're going to be back here shortly with a coffee talk, but without Ashley. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. Find furniture for the family room, bedroom, dining room, or home office. With new items arriving every week, discover furnishings and inspiration to create a better life at home. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Welcome back, and it's time for Coffee Talk. Eighty-six Ash C. See ya, Ash. See ya, Ash. All right. Have fun in Kansas. Yeah, she's lucky though. She's in Kansas. That's there's nothing lucky. About I love being Kansas. In Kansas. Yeah, there's, gross. There's no place like home. No, great. no, gross. Oh yeah, you're in Mizzou. That's right. KU. Yeah, all the trees in Missouri lean to the west because Kansas sucks. Mm, I like Lawrence and Mass Street. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. You know what else we're trying to make beautiful? What? The riverfront. Really? Yeah. Okay. So in yeah, I don't know. In my head, I've had uh the parks and rec theme just playing nonstop, mm -hmm. and i think that maybe ashley was right and i do have a little bit bit of the leslie nope in me yeah, yeah. and i'm ron swanson so okay. that's fine that works good i mean it does actually yeah. work pretty good yeah but so today i should wear my flannel shirt but okay <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit more mm -hmm. about riverfront 
Um, not necessarily so much the riverfront development, but the idea, uh, they touched it on David's article of giving away Clad Adams Park to the Riverfront De- Mel- Development Committee. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to refer to this as the um, RDC, the rest of this, so I don't bleh. Or just say Riverfront Committee and leave the word development out because that's what I trips you up. It's just RDC. I like RDC. Okay. The R2 committee. D2 RDC. I don't know. No. No. It works for me okay. in my head. Hey, whatever whatever lodges up there and works for you is okay, fine. Okay, so the giving away of Clad Adams Park to the RDC. What um that was proposed at the last park district meeting. It is going to be proposed at the next park district meeting on November eighth. I think, I'm not sure if that's when they'll decide. They tabled it last time. So it could be decided then. I think a lot of things need to um, play out before they figure out, because I don't even know if they can give it to a committee. or. um, David Penn, the uh, legal counsel for the Park District, wants to kind of look into it. Um, In the past, they have voted to sell parks off to people, some for minimal amounts of money and some for larger amounts of money. In this case, it would be if they have to sell it, it would be for a dollar because the Park District wants to say this is their contribution to the riverfront development because they're really, they don't really don't want any part of it. They just want to, hey, here's the land you we're, we're, we're done um, so. when was in those past instances that you just said about the partitioning off or whatever mm-hmm. that was always on a referendum was it not one of them was i don't believe the other one was i don't think i don't remember Lenan park being a referendum and i was on the board at the time i don't mm-hmm. believe that was the case i know there was one regarding the uh, land up at the that was on the part of uh parker heights Knob. Yeah, parker heights we'll mm-hmm. just call it for that because that's what it really is mm-hmm. and uh so I, I remember voting on that though okay yeah that yeah that one i re- that was one of them i guess yeah. my question is and also i mean the biggest issue that i take with this is and i said it the last time you're taking a park away from the people i think personally this should be on a referendum um for the park district you are acting as stewards of the park, not the owners of the park. The people are the owners of the park. Mm-hmm. So I think it's up to the people to decide whether or not they want to give Clad Adams Park to the RDC. Now, say this happens and we do give it to the RDC or whatever. How are they paying for it? Because like we said, it, we're using the word partnership. It's kind of strange because I, I mean, if that was me and I was in a partnership with somebody, I expect something back I think that's what partnership is called. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, this is more like an, oh, I know how everyone loves my allegories, but um, it's more or less like a man divorcing his wife. And his wife is a stay-at-home wife. And he's leaving her with a house and the mortgage that she can't afford. Mm -hmm. So I ask you this. Who, okay, which camera am I supposed to look at when when I'm, is it this one or that one? (laughs) Who is going to pay for Clad Adams Park once we give this over to the RDC? I'll tell you who. Who? I think it's probably you. <laughs> well, it would be the it would be the corporation, uh, the committee who would who would pay for it. Um, but how? The annual we just, maintenance. We were just told at the last park district they don't have any meeting money. that it's it is. I don't think that um, that is the reason why they're just washing their hands of it. But they did say it does cost a lot of money to upkeep this park. Right. You've got to pay for the water for the fountains. You've got to pay for the lights. You've got to pay for the bathrooms. Yes. All these were just redone and Mm -hmm. we're just giving it away. Um, Speaking of just giving it away, let's talk about 
I mean, this just, I think it kind of just goes down a bad rabbit hole that we were talking about earlier. Once you start giving one thing away, where does it end? Um, Your South Park reference yeah i mean there, you know people were saying uh, talking about uh, okay maybe we they would then uh, what what about voting and uh, voting and uh, giving south park or selling south park to somebody who wanted to make it a permanent go-kart track uh what if they uh once they get this uh their hands on paul dennis what if some big company comes in and wants to run youth tournaments and they decide to sell that what if they were to sell wavering and uh, all the baseball fields there i mean there needs i mean you can get four simple votes to do this but Again, I don't think they want to be in the precedent. And, and again, they've, they've already started a precedent. They've mm-hmm. sold two smaller parcels of land uh, each. Sold, though. Yes, sold. sold within, this is still million-dollar property. You oh, should get no something doubt about out it. of it. Um, but what they're, this does, I think it sets a precedent that I really think this should be something that should be on a referendum. And then, uh, because I think the other issue is then, once you get this ball rolling, where does that stop? Again, I want something done to the riverfront, and I don't want it to be, but I want it to be done in a manner that makes sense, and I know it's going to take things take over time to do it, um, but there's just some basic things that can be done in the preliminary um, instead of just going ahead and saying, okay, we're going to spend you know, 55, $50 million or whatever. Uh, I think they're going to eventually scale that down and make it more palatable. You know, the amphitheater is also a part of this that is going to factor in. And there's a, uh, as we, uh, this airs a Wednesday morning, there's a Riverfront Development Committee meeting, 4.30 at the Boat Club that uh, we'll be covering. And again, uh, what's the next step? How, how are we going to accept this? How are we going to uh, possibly pay for the upkeep? Uh, because if we don't have any money coming in, do we have donations? yet is somebody going to write us a big check are we going to try to figure out a way to tax for this thing there's a lot of and if they do find, try to figure out a way to tax for it that's when it does indefinitely go to a referendum yeah i don't think the they they, they just can't create they want to yeah. create another taxing body um i guess i don't see what's so wrong with clad adams park in general i i look at clad adams park as a gym personally um it has a beautiful fountain we have it is the one place where Quincians can go, I feel like, other than your your parks south and north, Kessler and Edgewater, to just stand as close to the river, you know, as possible. And that's something that I feel like in doing so with this, it's taking away from the Quincians. Now you're going to say like the overall big scheme of things or the riverfront master plan is to get Quincians down by the river. But I just see, I feel like the writing on the wall with this whole dad or husband leaving his wife and whatnot, and, you know, they can't pay the mortgage. This property is going to end up being privatized. Mm-hmm. And then who, Quincians are not going to be, be able to freely go down there to what was their old park I mean, do you river. think they're going to, like, charge admission? Is no, that what we're going to do? I no, mean, No, I think it's they're going to sell it off section by section, and next thing you know, we're going to have condos down by the river owned by the same people that own all the condos here in town. Bet. Nah, um, about that. Okay, well, it... It's going to eventually, the whole, the whole argument, though, is that there is no property to move mm-hmm. or budge. So, yes, this will get privatized. We'll want to put, you know, our Broadway oyster bar down there, this, this, this. Again, it sounds great. But the first step of the plan is burying the power lines, mm-hmm. which is strange because I just talked to a friend of mine who is an engineer for the U.S. Army, and he's followed up on this and said that something about um, – 
the state of Illinois has to indefinitely pay for the burial, burial of power lines when that bridge comes in 15 years from now. So why, I guess my question is, why are we focusing on this now? If, if it's paid for 15 years from now by the state, why are we taking from our city, our county, and our parks to Be- do it now? Because I think they want it done quicker. Why? Um, I just in order to, to get the, the process going. their labors going, and that's right. not the fruits of the labors for everyone. Right. That's not okay. But again, and I also, the timeline of the, what is the timeline of the bridge for sure? Is it going to be 15 years? Is it going to be eight years? Is it going to be sooner? We don't know that Regardless, either. Regardless, so. the state of Illinois. But if the state of Illinois is going to say, hey, we have to do this. So why are we? Yeah, it's a, I think that's a question. of a plan well, that I think is that's kind a, of following through, and why are we still giving... I don't know if the pay, if the plan that was voted on is now falling fall, falling through. If the plan that we voted on, both through the city, the county, well, who and voted the park on district, the city voted on the master plan, okay. the county voted on the master okay. plan, the park district voted on the master plan, mm-hmm. even though somebody sat right here and wasn't sure whether or not the park. Okay, district. anyway, but um, all three of these were voted on. Now this master plan is changing. Mm-hmm. So. How can you change something that people voted on? Because anytime you do something like this, it's never going to be strictly to scale. It's never going to be strictly to rote. You're always going to have to make tweaks and changes then along it needs the to way. Go back to it, a no, you rep- cannot. If you do that, then it. I mean, if if your goal is to never get it done, sure. But once you put a plan in place, and again, this plan has not been on any sort of referendum yet. It's just each of these individual bodies have done this. Mm-hmm. You have to have a plan that you can look at as a blueprint, and sometimes you have to make changes, whether you're built, whatever you're building, and it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's never always going to, okay, pie in the sky, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the way we want yeah. it to be. It always doesn't work that way. Sometimes, so if they decide, okay, we're going to cut out, you know, we're going to, we're going to scale this thing down and do something smaller. Great. Which is, I think what a lot it of people would do. Re-voted on. I wouldn't think so. I, because the, because I believe the bodies have given the authority to the development corporation, to Riverfront Development Corporation to run this show now to run the plan to build to to develop the riverfront which is what their name is they can't be going un, until it gets to the point where they actually have to spend money i don't think they have to go to these taxing bodies for anything else until they have to start cutting checks that's when that's when they get involved i think trying to push this through as fast as you can because we are pushing this through as fast as we can because we have a grant mm-hmm. and with prices raising and um like you just said plans change um, what is the plan that's changing? The prices are raising. So I think this is a big red flag right here if they're changing in one month's time. In one month's time, if our, if our plans are changing, mm-hmm. like we've got to get this bid through now because otherwise the bid goes up. Well, it's already gone a- up. They, because they waited and didn't do it in the first place, it's red already gone up. Flag. Had, had they Had they buried the power lines two years ago or whatever, then they could have buried them if everybody had agreed to do it. They didn't. So the further you delay it, the more it's going to cost. And again, this power line... further we delay it, the more it's going to cost, except if we wait for the state of Illinois to bury these power lines for the bridge. If that is indeed... I'd like to just see that plan. the bridge has to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, that bridge is... It has to happen. Yeah, yeah, we've got to get a new bridge at some point. But that doesn't... We don't... But again, they don't know... I mean, I know there's all the talk about it going to York Street, but I don't... Is that... I don't think... Is that locked in yet? I I mean... it is. That's the location that's locked in, Mm -hmm. so... But anyway, we have to look at that plan as well, and I'd like to just see how it all fits. And again... 
yes, it would be nice if the state, if within the state of Illinois and our local governments, each, you know, the left hand knew what the right hand it was doing, mm -hmm. but that isn't always the case in government as we know. Icky. Yeah. Well, well we can do our best to, to educate people mm -hmm. the best we can. And um, I encourage people to go to the park board meetings you need sure. to have your voices heard. I have a feeling a lot of people don't even realize that this is happening, you know. So you need to go there and and have your voice heard. It's November 8th is the park board meeting. Um, again, they are deciding or thinking about deciding giving away Clad Adams Park, which is, I mean, the people's park. I could be wrong. It is the park district's park. Oh, you want to know what else I found out in all this, too, besides the whole, you know how we always talk about the bush? Mm-hmm. And the, the Hampshire Street, so the Hampshire ramp. The boat ramp. The boat ramp, a.k.a. the bush. That was cut down last Friday. Mm -hmm. It was cut down last fr Friday by the city. Mm -hmm. However, the north half of the boat ramp is owned by the park district. The south half is owned by the city. Fun fact. It was split, um, I think, in regards to, in the hopes that both entities would maintain it. Yet... I don't think you can get a boat down in that ramp now. I'm not a boater, so I don't know. Well, I mean, it, they've always John boats and fishing boats. You can you can generally do that, but that's about it. It's got to be something very shallow mm -hmm. um, when the river's up or whatever. And again, I've always felt that that's the one thing you know, create access and make it so boats can go there, whether they dock there or they're able to dock over on the north north of the gazebo. Mm -hmm. That I think should be first and foremost. I think make so it too. so the riverfront how is accessible. The, the people on the riverfront yes. it can be accessed by the boats Publicly. on the river do yes. we have uh less boaters because we have less amenities or do we have less boaters because we're not taking care of those amenities i'm not sure boating is also you know not a, not a cheap hobby mm -hmm. i think that might come into play but if you want to be on the river you're going to be on the river you're going to have a boat um i know that uh, a lot of boaters have opted to go to mark twain lake or to go mm -hmm. to lake of the ozarks instead of instead of keeping their boats here i mean there are you know a hundred and some odd slips i believe that are that are that are rented in our marina right now i believe if, if it were more accessible and again, this all goes to the dredging and everything else needs to be done. I think those numbers will be higher. Mm -hmm. But the Park District has never enjoyed being in the river business. They've always wanted to focus on, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing or a good thing, but they've always rather focused on the youth sports and the parks and all that other stuff. That's, that's the stuff great. they want to do. That's that's the stuff they've always, they've done it. They do an excellent job at that sort of thing. They have not they've they're just not they've never been understood but you can't wash your hands of something that is the people's well, and give it to some some something an entity that doesn't have a direct plan doesn't have funding well they do have a plan a plan that they're not following completely but they've got a plan there 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 is a riverfront master plan in place that the park board has given its approval to that we're backing up and not following but anyway Again. so my thing is you're taking the park away from the people regardless of like how you want to dress it up. well i mean if they put up like a barbed wire fence and you can't get on the park fine but if i can still go down the park and sit in the park then it's i can still use the park yeah i guess and until every park in this city becomes 
privatized. And again, I think that's that is and a you valid know, it can point. happen from um, just by nagging, I guess, too. We don't even have to offer to buy it. We could just say over and over again, we want something. We want something. You said something about somebody buying South Park. Well, why do they have to buy it when the park district's just going to give it to them? And they're just going to give it to them because they're tired of hearing about it. The park district's not really giving away South Park. This is an, this is an example. So just saying. <laughs> This one, I want somebody to watch this and say, they're giving away South Park. They're not giving away South Park. Yet. Stop. <laughs> All right. I will. UFO conspiracy theory. Okay. Yada, yada. Well, I mean, this this yada, is, yada. yeah, yada, yada. <laughs> this is pretty real though, Bob. Uh, no, I, yes, the riverfront, yes, this is, there is a plant that, yes, the, that is, that is real, that the park district is going to give up that property. And wants to give up that property is considering mm-hmm. giving up that property. It's very real, mm-hmm. and you've got a group of people who do want to see riverfront development, and they're they want to see it now. And, and if they can write the checks, great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think yes, if you can write the checks, yeah. great. But don't ask for our tax money. Stop asking for our tax money. You constantly ask. Well, sure, for, that's what government does. No, it's not the government. It's, it's no, a group it's of, what government it's a group does. Of, it's not a, but they're not a government entity. It's a group of vested, interested people that constantly ask and ask and ask. I'm sorry, but they're asking the government for help. The government, who is the people? Yes, but they are asking the government for help. Is who they're asking. Which and is, government grows and government does this kind of stuff. And But again, it's our tax money. Sure. It is. Yeah. Okay. Just just have to say that one. Okay. Okay. I think that does it. I don't know. Yep. I've done my rant for the day. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Do you feel better now? No. <laughs> Not until everyone shows up at the November Not until somebody, party. everybody agrees with me, I will feel better. No, 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 not that. I want people to be um, educated. Okay. I want people to be informed that this is even happening. That's you know what, what we do. That's yes. my thing. That's my Leslie Nope thing. Uh, yes. This is going to fly by people's heads. They're going to be like, what? They gave away the park. I didn't even know. Well, guess what? You didn't watch Coffee Talk. <laughs> you didn't read Muddy River News. You didn't read Muddy River News. Because we've written about it a lot. Yes. And we've talked about it a lot on a lot of our shows. Yes. So. And we will continue to mm-hmm. until There's a resolution. Happens. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Cheers. Cheers. I think that does it for this edition of Coffee, Coffee Talk. Talk. My camera.